The word of God that comes to us today is from Jesus. As I am the good shepherd. You may be seated. Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus said here, I am the good shepherd, claiming, as we know, the words of the psalm, Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. Jesus claims to be the Lord. He claims to be the good Lord. He claims to be our good shepherd. And in so doing, he calls us what? Ah, yeah. And as Tevya says, it is no great compliments, right? That's about being poor. Uh, to be sheep is no great compliments. Why not? Think about animals, or some of you are farmers, or you had lots of farm animals. Think of a horse. When a horse is set free, it's, uh, it runs out and frolics and makes a herd and lives out, you know, like where I grew up in the Pryor Mountains. We could go see a herd of, of wild horses. They're like, free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, I'm free at last, right? That's what the horses do when they're set free. Yes, right? That's what we do as good Americans. We want freedom. Think about other types of animals, like a kitty cat, you know, a farm cat. It's going to go out and prowl about. It's going to find a mouse or a bird or whatever. But eventually, probably, it's going to come home because it wants to cuddle up on the couch or it wants some milk that you need for it. Sheep are not like that. Sheep are not happily set free. And they don't come home. They, they're neither one. Uh, sheep, and this is why it's no great compliment, sheep are stupid. <laughs> okay, thank you, God, for calling us such a great thing. But who can own it? Anyone here own it? Come on now. Say, bah. bah. Right, we, own, we know we're stupid sheep. I can prove it by this. Look back at yourself a year ago, five years ago. Think of that person who lived, you know, those years ago. Not only, you know, you look at the picture like, wow, that was bad hair, but you think of them and say, man, that person was, was arrogant or a jerk or self-centered or an idiot making dumb choices, right? Do you think of that of yourself from years ago? But now you think you're better, right? <laughs> now here's the thing. In five years from now, God willing, you're going to look back at today, who you are today, and say, man, that person was arrogant, an idiot, self-centered, a jerk, right? You think, we're, you think you're fine, but you're going to someday see, wow, I was anything but fine, right? Now, that's just in relationships and in life's choices. We could say the same thing spiritually, right? To be a sheep is no great compliment. Think of Isaiah 53. It says, all of us, all we like sheep have gone astray, right? This is with God, right? We just sang about the Psalm 23, one part says, he leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. That's God's will, that you walk in his righteousness. You stupid sheep, do you do it? I'm talking to myself now in the mirror. No, bah, sorry God, I don't. Should I? Yes. Should I repent? Yes. And so we do. So our text today reminds us it's no great compliment sheep. However, God loves his sheep, right? God loves his sheep. Jesus chose this title, I am the good shepherd, because he loves his sheep. You know, I can show you that from our text. He loves his sheep. 
I mean, I could just go down the list. He, he calls them by name. He leads them out. He saves them. He gives them life. He gathers them. He knows them. He protects them. He speaks to them. He's devoted to them. And we could say this, and you know, a lot of people would do that for one another, but no one would do what Jesus does. Take a look at verse 14, 15. I lay down my life instead of the sheep. So we would think a good shepherd would, you know, like get his Rambo gear out and fight off the wolf, fight off, you know, the, the fox, and, uh, you know, kick, kick, kick butt, right? But instead, this good shepherd, he says he lays down his life for his sheep. And we think, wow, how is, uh, how is that going to continue to, to protect the sheep in the future? Jesus giving his life for us. This is what Peter tells us. If you look in your bulletin, just quickly, it says that you can all of this, how he laid down his life when he was reviled, he didn't revile in return, and so on. But it says this, First Peter 2, verse 24, it says, he himself bore on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. And by his wounds we have been healed. For you were straying like sheep, but now have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Anyone with me? Bah! Right? He has given his life for us, and we have returned to the great shepherd and overseer of our souls. So we might ask ourselves, how, how did I get returned to this great shepherd. Yes, it's because of his great love. Because he bore my sins on the tree. That's it. But that doesn't do any good if you're still a lost shepherd. I mean, sorry, if you're still a lost sheep, if you're out there. It doesn't do any good. Because he's done that for all, but there are many who are still lost. We know them. They're in our lives. They're out there. Maybe it's us. Well, in Luke chapter 15, you, you know this story. Luke 15, Jesus tells a great story about sheep, and we, you know it, most likely. Uh, Jesus says, you know, who among you would not leave the 99, who are fine, in the, where they're supposed to be, and go look for the one who's lost, that dumbest of all sheep who is strayed. And when he has found it, Jesus says, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls everyone, look, I found my... And he says, there will be more joy over one sinner who repents than over nine who don't need to repent. What is Jesus saying? What does it look like to return to the shepherd and overseer of our souls? It means to repent. And that looks like a lot of things. One thing it looks like is the shepherd going and finding you and grabbing your, you know, your little hoofs and gra- grasping you and putting you on his shoulders. And you, meanwhile, say, Ow! Hey, good shepherd, that kind of hurts. Ouch! Can you be a little kinder to me, please? And he says, it's okay, little sheep. I got you. And he walks uh, through the meadows, and you say to him as you're getting carried there, hey, good shepherd, uh, I don't think this is the right way. And he says, stick with me, uh, little sheep. I know where I'm going. And then he, you might say to him, uh, good shepherd, can we stop and eat those you know, poisonous flowers? And he says, not right now. Those are not for carrying you home. See, what does it mean to repent? It means to be carried home by the good shepherd. Amen? All right, that is good news for us. Sometimes it doesn't feel good to be one who has repented because it means we die to ourselves and let the good shepherd do his thing. 
So lastly, so the first one thing I want to tell you, he, this good shepherd knows us. It's no great compliment to be a sheep. He loves us, has given his life for us. And lastly, maybe most important for us today, all important, but that he doesn't just leave us. He, he works with us. He, he calls us by name. Now, in, in the Eastern world, shepherds are different than here, you know, in, in the Western world. Here, we drive our sheep with our sheepdogs. In the Eastern world, they would lead their sheep. They would bring them in to, at night to a sheepfold, something like you see on the last page of your bulletin, and they'd leave them there overnight. And there might be, you know, 200 sheep there from five or six different shepherd or shepherd families, and they'd together have built this thing to protect the sheep. And in the morning, the sheep would... The, the shepherd would say, you know, whatever his whistle was. And all the sheep of that flock would follow that shepherd. And then the next family would do it. The sheep, I figured out, they would follow that shepherd. But never have we heard that a shepherd would call each of his sheep by name. But Jesus does. He calls you by your name. Come and follow me. And then he leads us. He leads us out to safety, to pasture. So we can think and meditate on this all day, but so here's the thing I just want to leave you with. He's your shepherd, and he asks us to listen to him, to hear his voice. The mission of the church here is it's not complicated. It's, uh, we are called by Christ. He's our shepherd. We are called by Christ to follow him, to live the 5G life. We've talked about this in the past. What is that? Can you remember it? We gather, group, grow, give, and go in the name of Jesus. Why can we do that? Because we are called by Christ. Uh, we gather for grace. And the reason we gather for grace is because we need it. We're straying sheep. Bah, we need it. We need his forgiveness. We come here. We are fed. We are washed. We are spoken to. We are comforted. We are challenged. That's why we gather for his grace. We group once we leave here. We go out to pasture. So we group with Christian friends. I encourage you, if you don't have Christian friends, find some. There's a couple around here. Bah. You know, look around. Have relationships with these people outside of this building, out in the pastures. Okay, so we gather, we group, we grow, which means we hear his voice, we listen to it. Where does he speak? Not in your heart. Don't look inside you. Look outside of you to his voice. This is his voice. So grow in his word and grow in prayer. Speak his word back to him. He hears us. So we gather a group, grow, and we give. We might look outside and like, right this time of year, there's a lot of grass. Pat, you better get busy. You're going to have to cut some hay soon, right? There's a lot of grass out there. We might think to ourselves, we got a little bit of grass. And I need to keep it all for myself, right? Because if I don't, I'm going to go hungry, right? But there's fields and fields. Everything belongs to the Lord. So whatever we have that we might want to give away that he calls us to, he will give us much more back. So it's a challenge to us. It's a blessing to us. So we gather, group, grow, give. And lastly, we go. We go in the name of Jesus. Our Acts reading, I commend it to you, Acts chapter 2. It ends this way. It shows this life the gathering, the grouping, the, the growing, the giving, in amazing ways with the early church. And it ends this way. And the Lord 
added to their number day by day those who were being saved, those who were coming into pasture, those who were being carried home by the Good Shepherd. Was it the result of a big effort on the church? No, they were just living the life, and the Lord was doing his work. And the Lord promises to do that through us. So the Lord is your shepherd. We shall not want. We pray that we can hear his voice. We pray that he keeps carrying us home. And we pray that he will add to the church day by day those who are being saved. In the name of Jesus, amen.